welcome to Podcast Utilities Fortnightly, where we take deep dives into utility regulation and policy. In this third episode on the history of residential electric rates, Steve Mitnick breaks down the numbers regionally with Alexandra Revel asking Steve questions. Steve, break down for us the regional trends in residential electric rates. Okay, Alex. The U.S. government has reported the Consumer Price Index, the CPI, for each of the four census regions monthly since 1978. So, we can see how residential electric rates, inflation-adjusted, have trended differently over the last 42 years in the Northeast, Midwest, South, and West. And we can see the stark differences between the four regions. For starters, we can see that real residential electric rates have dropped quite considerably over the long term in the Northeast and South. Though, in both of these regions, 2003 is the year when real residential rates hit their record lows. Following 2003, residential rates in these parts of the country rose rapidly relative to the CPI for six years until 2009, particularly after 2005 when natural gas prices shot up as a consequence of Gulf Coast hurricanes devastating gas production. And since 2009, what's been happening with rates? In the 11 years since 2009, residential customers in the Northeast and South have generally enjoyed consistently lower rates, taking into account inflation, almost every year, 2015 being the anomaly. Inflation, as tracked by the CPI, was 1.7% annualized in the Northeast, over the last 11 years and was a nearly identical 1.75% annualized in the South. So, inflation in both the Northeast and South averaged around one and three quarters of a percent. Yet, residential electric rates increased annually by less than two-thirds of a percent in the Northeast over the same time period and Residential rates increased annually by a tiny 20th of a percent in the South. Adjusted for inflation, residential rates have been falling for a decade. Sounds good if you live in the Northeast or South, but what about consumers in the Midwest? The story is somewhat different for Midwestern consumers. Their record low residential electric rates, inflation adjusted, was in the year 2005. And unlike Northeasterners and Southerners, Midwest consumers experienced steadily increasing real residential rates from 2005 through 2016. During the early years of this period, the run-up in natural gas prices was undoubtedly the prime culprit. And then, during the later years of the period, Midwest generators of electricity were mighty busy installing environmental control equipment that drove up their costs. That takes us to 2016. What about afterwards? In 2015 and 2016, real residential electric rates in the Midwest were fairly high by historical standards. 
However, real residential rates have fallen each year since. To illustrate, let's again compare the pace of the CPI and the pace of its electricity service component, this time for Midwesterners. The Midwest's CPI increased at an annualized pace of nearly one and nine-tenths percent over the last four years, while the Midwest's CPI's electricity service component increased at an annualized pace of a bit over a tenth of a percent. This recent moderation of residential rates is a welcome change for Midwest consumers from the pre-2016 period. One more census region to go, the West. How did consumers in the West fare? The history of residential electric rates is not nearly as positive for the West. In particular, during the last decade, Westerners have experienced the highest inflation-adjusted residential rates in almost 40 years. Real rates were somewhat moderate in the last few years of the 20th century and first few years of this century, but they started climbing in 2002. Not coincidentally, this closely followed California's electricity crisis that led to, among other things, the bankruptcies of Enron and PG&E and the electoral recall of the governor. After a brief respite in 2004 and 2005, real rates resumed climbing in 2006, precipitated by the jump in natural gas prices, as elsewhere in the U.S. In February of 2014, for example, the CPI was 237, and the CPI's electricity service component was 261. That means that residential electric rates actually outpaced inflation since the CPI's base period in the early 80s by exactly 10%. This is remarkable. In the other three census regions, the Northeast, South, and Midwest, it was inflation that outpaced residential electric rates and by the sizable margin of around 20%. The West's residential rates have generally tracked with inflation since 2014. Still, the CPI's electricity service component stood at 7% more than the Western CPI this February. Whereas, the regional electricity service component stood at 25% less than the Northeastern CPI, 24% less than the Southern CPI, and 18% less than the Midwest CPI. Why did this take place in the West? Yes, Alex, good question. I wanted to see how much of these numbers for the West region was due to California. So I gathered up the CPI data for the San Francisco and Los Angeles areas. And it turned out that when you check out the San Fran and LA data, it becomes obvious why residential rate trends have been so much different in the West than in the rest of the country, and why the national averages, biased upward by what happened in the West, mask the pretty good stories of residential rate trends in the Northeast, South, and Midwest. In particular, the CPI for San Francisco was 300 this February, meaning that consumers generally paid three times as much money 
for goods and services than in the mid-80s base period. However, the CPI's electricity service component for San Francisco was well over 400 this February. This means that residential electric rates have risen far faster than inflation. The trend for Los Angeles wasn't much better. While San Francisco's electricity service component rose 35% faster than the overall CPI since the base period, Los Angeles's electricity component rose 21% faster. Take California out of the equation, and the West's trend in real residential rates isn't that far out of line with the rest of the country. And take the West out of the equation, and the trend in real residential rates in the U.S. is fairly positive. Natural gas prices matter a lot. How do you track those, Steve? For that question, we turn to the CPI's cousin, the Producer Price Index, the PPI for short. According to the PPI's component called Natural Gas to Electric Utilities, gas-fired power plants were paying 23% less for their fuel this February as compared to a year ago. And the index for this gas component was only 130 this means that gas costs just 30% more money than it did all the way back to the mid-80s base period. That's far less than general inflation. And so the real cost of gas has plummeted. Lower gas prices translate into lower costs of electricity, which translate into lower residential electric rates, which is a pleasant way to end this three-part series on the history of residential electric rates. We hope you enjoyed this series on the history of residential electric rates. More on this and other topics to come. This podcast is a service of Lines Up, Inc., publisher of Public Utilities Fortnightly.